Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes. We appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you in your life. We've been we've been looking at the Psalms uh, because uh, it's we've been in a series called playlists and the Psalms are like uh, songs and uh, uh, many of these Psalms have been as spoken to our hearts. We looked at Psalm 51, y'all. Y'all looked at Psalm 51 last week with Brother Andy, and and he uh, shared out of that. So you were in Psalm 51 for three weeks, but we're moving to Psalm 55 tonight. And uh, one of the surefire ways to be uh, noted in history is to be someone who uh, is either be a, a, a military leader or uh, to invent something. Uh, important or something uh, really significant like the internet or uh, computers uh, or to betray someone. Uh, If I was to name a person, you probably could come up with the name of the person that betrayed him. For instance, uh, when you think Julius Caesar, you think uh, of uh, Marcus Brutus uh, if I say George Washington, you think automatically of Benedict Arnold. If I say Jesus, you think automatically of Judas. And so uh, these individuals that uh, betray us, uh, if you uh, and and their names become uh, synonymous with betrayal, we uh, come to a psalm tonight that covers. Uh, a situation that many times we don't expect to be in the Bible, but this uh, this particular psalm of David is about betrayal. And uh, he shares this psalm to, to share his heart, and, and he, he shares a lot of the sentiment that we share as well. Look at with me. Uh, Give ear to my prayer, O God, and hide not thyself from my supplication. So automatically you know that David is is praying to God about a, a situation that's weighing heavy on his heart. And let me tell you, if you're ever in a situation where you're uh, weighed down heavily by emotion, weighed down heavily by uh, a feeling of, of remorse or difficulty, the Psalms are the perfect place to go because, like I said, there's a Psalm that, that addresses those emotions. And if anything, you can come up with a Psalm uh, that will lift your spirits. And David says, uh, Attend unto me and hear me and I mourn in my in my complaint and my and my uh, and make a noise. He's he's saying I, I'm so morose, I'm so overwhelmed with with emotion that I'm it's like I'm groaning out in pain. And he says, because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked, for they cast iniquity upon me in wrath, they hate me. My heart is sore pained within me, and the terrors of death are fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and horror hath overwhelmed me. 
So David is, is sharing, he says, I, I feel so overwhelmed that I feel as though I'm, I'm uh, uh, in horror over the, the anxiety and, the, and the, the pain is such that it's making me to groan out in anguish. And he says, um, and I said, oh, that I had wings like a dove, for then I could fly away and be at rest. He's saying, if only I could just escape my situation. A lot of people feel this way when they're going through difficulties. They they seek an escape, and so often they fi- uh, they seek escape in things like drugs, alcohol, and, and those things that, uh, and sometimes it's just adrenaline, just something to, to feel other than the anguish and the pain. And he says, I wish I could fly away like a dove away from my anguish. And lo, then I would wander far off and remain in the wilderness. Selah. Uh, and and that Selah is a way of, of coming to an end of a, a course, an end of a, 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 a his feelings. And, and it's to kind of put a stamp on it uh, to say, this is how I feel. I, I wish I could just simply go off and escape from it. And he says, I would hasten my escape in the windy storm storm and tempest destroy O God O Lord and divine their tongues for I have seen violence and strife in the city and he's, he's saying now God I wish you would just come and 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 wipe them out because there's causing me so much pain and, and struggle he says day and night they go about it upon the walls thereof mischief also and sorrow are in the midst of it wickedness is in the midst thereof deceit and God apart not from their streets for it was not an enemy that reproached me then I could have borne it neither was it that hated me that uh, did magnify himself against me then I would have hid myself from him but it was thou a man mine equal my guide and mine acquaintance and so he says look uh, I have so much vitriol for this person it's not that it's somebody i hate it's not my enemy it's not someone that i that it's my oppressor this is someone that was my counselor my friend my uh, the one that i care the most about this is the one that stabbed me in the back and he says um, we took sweet counsel together and walked unto the house of God and company this is a a, a brother in Christ that is uh, is what we would say today you know David of course uh, lived in a time before Jesus Christ this is a, a brother in God a worshiper of God someone who went to the temple with him uh, someone who worshiped Yahweh with him and he says let's, let's let de- death see upon them and let them go down quickly into hell for wickedness is in their dwellings and among them and as for me I will call upon God and the Lord shall save me he says I wish that I could just kill this person because of the way they make me feel but he says this is uh, and this is where the meat of the of the psalm is he says, in all of those feelings and all the bad feelings that I have towards that individual, he said, David says, I'm going to call upon the Lord. When you face someone that is stabbing you in the back, someone you thought was your closest friend, someone that you thought had your back, someone that you thought was, was uh, on your side, when you feel as though they have betrayed you, when you feel as though they are doing everything they can to tear you down, 
You need to understand what David understands here. He says, I will call upon the Lord. That's so difficult. When you feel this way, you want to be like David when he's saying, I want to send them to hell. I want them to go. I want them to, I want the vengeance of God to come down. You know, uh, in the Old Testament, there's all these passages where uh, uh, God is coming and bringing the, the judgment of God upon all these people and wiping them all out and you kind of feel like you want to say to God, hey God, this is another one. You need to just come in here and just wipe them out. And David says, uh, even though I feel that way, I will call upon the Lord. Why? Because he understands that it's God that has the righteous judgment. It's God that's able to judge righteously. If this person truly is stabbing you in the back, if this person truly is doing the wrong, it is best to let God take care of it. Why? Because God doesn't have any ulterior motives. God doesn't have His judgment clouded by His emotions. God doesn't have uh, the, the cloud of, of sin in His life to, to uh, destroy His judgment. God is the righteous judge. And so David says, As for me, I will call upon the Lord. I'll call upon God, and the Lord shall save me Evening and morning and at noon I will I pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. Secondly, you need to not only call upon God, but let it, let David saying, you know, when you feel as though someone has stabbed you in the back, when you feel as though someone's wronged you, that becomes an obsession. David says, I'm going to allow my prayer to be an obsession. I'm going to pray to God and give it over to Him. Rather than obsessing on this person, he says, day and night, all of the day, I'm going to pray. And you need to allow your prayer to God about the issue to be your obsession. Not obsessing over the individual. And because what does that turn into? That turns into vengeance. That turns into uh, uh, trying to get them back and trying to, an obsession of, of o- overcoming that individual. And he says, I'm going to call upon God because He's going to save me and I will make my prayer my obsession, my prayer to God about all of this. Evening and morning and all noon will I pray and cry out aloud and He will hear my prayer. God will hear my prayer and He'll save me. He has delivered my soul in peace from the battle that was against me for there were many with me. And God shall hear and afflict them, even he that abideth of old, Selah. Because they have no changes, therefore they fear not God. He that uh, he hath put forth his hand against such as be at peace with him, and he hath broken his covenant. Now he's talking about the person that has done him wrong. He says, even though this person has gone contrary to God, even though this person is doing all these things, he's not going to 
to uh, change his heart. He's not going to change his ways because he is without God. He doesn't have any conscience. He has no <laughs> bearing moral compass. And he says, so I'm going to give him over to God. I'm going to allow God to deal with him. I'm going to allow God to, to deal with this situation. How often do we want to step in and stab that person in the back too? But we're, we would become just as bad as they are. We would become just as guilty as they if we tried to, to do anything to get that person back for what they've done to us. So he, David says, I'm going to give it over to God. I'm going to, to trust in Him because He's going to save me. I'm going to make my prayer to God to be my obsession rather than this person. And then I'm going to allow God to, to try and seek to save this person and change their heart. Because who's able to change the heart of man? Not us. It's the Spirit of God. God's Holy Spirit is the one that convicts. It's the, Spirit of, uh, it's the Holy Spirit that, that uh, troubles the heart of man to call, call them to salvation. It's the Holy Spirit that, that deals with uh, the, the uh, conviction of man's heart. And it's only the Holy Spirit that's able to change the heart of mankind and turn them back to right. And so David says, I'm not going to deal with any of that. I'm going to put it over to God. He says in verse 21, The words of his mouth were smoother than butter, but war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet were they drawn uh, swords. Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. David is consoling himself and, and giving advice to us. He says, look, in everything that we do, we need to trust in God. He says, cast your burdens upon God. But thou, O God, shalt bring them down into the pit of destruction. Bloody and deceitful men shall not live out uh, half their days, but I will trust in thee. The true crux to the matter of this psalm is, is that when we face... Uh, these struggles, when we face these situations where we are stabbed in the back, when we have someone that is deceitful and goes against us, what's he say? Trust in God. We cast our burden before God because He's able to save us. <laughs> we make prayer obsession, allow God to deal with this uh, convicting their heart, and trust that God will bring about righteousness. And ultimately, uh, if they don't turn back to Him, what does He say? That they'll meet the day of judgment in the end. And so I will trust in God. Place your trust in God. Allow God to deal with your situations. Allow God to be uh, the one who brings about justice in your life. It's hard to do because we want to step up to the person and say, hey, who are you to... I mean, look at every road rage situation. It's always someone does something and we allow ourselves to, to try and seek justice ourselves. We need to allow God. Even in times when we're betrayed by those that we thought cared the most about us. David says, this person, I thought this was my brother. We went and worshiped God together. But you allow God to deal with it. If they are a brother in Christ, 
then God will convict their heart and bring them back. You're not going to be able to come to them and say, look, you're wrong, you did this, you did that, and, and convict them that they're done wrong because they're just going to lash back out at you. So he says, I'm going to trust in God. Allow God. I will place my trust in God. Um, but I will trust in thee. I will trust in God. So David learned that uh, uh, difficult lesson. We need to, I, I mean, you have to remember the history of David. Here's David. He's a young shepherd boy, and he goes and he he's the Saul. Saul's eye is caught by David when he goes up against Goliath, and then uh, David is brought into the uh, king's court when uh, Saul is having a troubled spirit. And you have to remember, Saul tried to kill David right there in his court, the king's court. Threw a spear right at him. Tried to pin him against the wall with a spear. David didn't hold that again. David had multiple chances while Saul was chasing him to kill uh, King Saul. But David said, I'm not going to raise my hand against God's anointed. He had placed it over... This is the ultimate betrayal. Saul against David. Now, David was part of the family. Saul had given him his his daughter in marriage. He was a son-in-law. And there's been plenty of fathers tried to kill their son-in-law uh, or wish they could kill their son-in-law. But Saul actually tried. Hunted him like a dog. And yet David learned to give it over to God. He trusted in God. He relied upon God to, keep, uh, to take care of the situation. And ultimately he did. And we need to do the same. When we feel betrayed, give it over to God. Allow your prayer. And let me point this out. David said pray not just about vengeance. I believe David was saying pray for that person. Pray that God would convict their heart. That it turn them. And that's what we need to do as well. That's hard to do when someone, uh, someone is showing you that much hate to not hate them back. But we've got to do that as well. So uh, that's that's that in a nutshell. I'll just do that real quick, and we won't be too late going on. But uh, we've had a good time of worship tonight. Let's join together in prayer. Dear Gracious Father, Lord, we just praise You that You've given us this time to worship You in song. We praise You for uh, Your Word and the way in which it spoke to our hearts. Lord, we pray that You would bless us as we go. Guide us in Your way and help us, Lord, to turn all of our concerns over to You, especially when uh, they come against us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.